Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We now return to Court Dishy and Coy. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. And we welcome you back to our number two of Cordigian and Coyne on WEEI, 401-777-1037 is that phone number. And you can send us your text as well to 37937. Somebody texted in Ted Williams at the 99 All-Star Game. It was a great memory for them. And you, I know you brought that up, Nick. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool when, when Nomar came out and then all the, the players from both teams came out to greet him on the mound in the golf cart. That was That was pretty awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. And I, you know, I'm glad, you know, we got a little baseball, you know, uh, conscious, you know, effort to talk about it here, Scott, because, uh, you know, I, I have something I wanted to say uh, about the Red Sox. I've kind of okay. been holding it in here. Go right ahead. I, you know, you know, Scotty, Rafael Devers, I gained a newfound respect for him this week. Wow. I love that he spoke up and he called out the owners. And he's not the only one down there in Fort Myers calling them out. Uh, but the fact that your star player, who <laughs> who is learning another language, but through a translator, is saying they need to do more because I don't basically, they need to do more to make this team good because I signed a huge contract and I don't want to be on a suck bag team for 10 years. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And they... Ownership should listen. I, you know, I don't know if it's going to get anything done, whether it pressures John Henry to do something, which look in the past when he's felt pressure from the fan base or he's heard some of the noise, he has reversed course on certain things, uh, whether he, you know, reverses course on, you know, how he likes to run his franchise and his bottom line right now. I'm not sure, um, you know, but we look in the past with like the whole age 30, we won't sign, you know, pitchers at, you know, past age 30 thing. And then, he ends up signing guys that are past age 30. And, um, you know, I, I don't know if they'll reverse course, but I just, I loved it. I love the fact that he spoke up this week because we're all feeling it. And you know what he was hinting at? They need more pitching. And I hadn't known that, that Jordan Montgomery was like basically in the Boston area. Um, like, so like, why not? Like, and there's, there's these reports out that like maybe, you know, they're waiting for the number to come down on Montgomery. It's like, you guys have the money. Sign him. 
like sign some good players, sign some pitching, and it really doesn't take a ton. Like sign a guy like that if you could find another right-handed bat. Like then you're looking at it, you're saying, okay, well this team's gonna be okay. They'll be all right. They'll be competitive. It's just been such a turnoff this offseason because it's just like cost saving, and we have parameters on what Greg Breslow can do with this team. Like parameters like shut up it's the red Sox. you have you have the money go out and spend it invest in your team show that you care that's all we want show that you care and it doesn't seem like ownership has done that so i'm glad that the star players spoke up and called them out i am too i, I thought that was pretty awesome of rafi to to find his voice and as you know that really the leader on the team at least the the highest paid superstar on the team for him to you know, kind of take a shot at ownership, uh, saying, look, they haven't done enough. Yeah, I, I love that myself. The problem is, Nick, it's, it's really too late. I mean, you talked about Montgomery, but there's not a lot of good stuff still out there on the market. You know, they, they – You sure about in. that, Scott? There's quite a few names still out there. There's, yeah. there's enough. I mean, Montgomery and Snell are two guys that, like – they would help you. Yeah. They would certainly help you in the rotation. I, I, I guess you're right. I, I forgot that Snell's still out there, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I guess you're right, but I, I don't know. I like, I just feel like, you know, the narrative this offseason was, oh, yeah, well, we were in on that guy. Yeah, but you were never really serious or one of the top bidders, right? Um, the interest kings, of course. I, yeah, I, I just kind of, I don't know. I, I'm almost at the point now where I'd love to see just John Henry sell the team. You know, I, I feel like he's his heart's no longer in it. You know what else bothered me, too, coming out of spring training? This may have been a week or two ago. But, like, Alex Cora is not happy. And I don't know if he's pissed off because ownership hasn't shown that type of commitment to the roster during the offseason or if he's pissed off because he's going into the final year of his contract without a new, new deal or maybe a combination of both or maybe neither. I don't know. But, like, when he was talking to the media, it was pretty clear that he is salty right now. And I don't know. I mean, to me – I, I feel like you almost have to do something, like, sooner rather than later. Are you going to let him coach out a lame duck year and be all pissy, uh, or, or do you just want to, you know, bring in a new guy? You know, you got a new GM. Do you want to give him a chance to pick his own guy? What What do you do about Alex Cora? I don't know if you picked up on that, but he definitely seems salty at the very beginning of, of, of training camp. Oh, yeah. He's definitely got a little bumblebee behind him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean – this could go either one of two ways. I mean, it could be he's a lame duck manager and things, you know, don't go well. And, you know, it's sort of like, okay, well, that's it for me, whatever. And it kind of phases out. Or he could manage his tail off as as like he's a player in a contract here and then go manage somewhere else, um, you know, and, and maybe maybe the team overachieves a little bit. You know, that's right. I think that's possible, too. It could go either way. Um, but, again, whose fault is it that they have a lame duck manager? the the owners the the right. team the front office like that's their fault they've set themselves up in this position so you know Cora and, and I don't blame Cora for being salty they're all salty down there I feel like Cora feel is like a bit management's conflicted um Nick because I feel like he's he feels almost somewhat indebted to the organization for giving him a second chance after the scandal however obviously everything that Devers is hit on and you guys is hit on I, I feel like they all feel that way internally and it's showing with with how they're communicating yeah sure I, th I think that's that's totally possible joe um you know but I, hey look i mean again they've set themselves up management in the front office in the in these positions and 
I don't blame guys for being ticked off because as as Rafi said, and he, he put it, I think he put it really well, or at least the translator put it really well. Like, they know what we need. We know what we need. It's like it's like you're pulling your hair out because you're like, yes, we need more pitching, and there's pitching out there. So maybe, I don't know, maybe you add a little bit of that. It just seems so... It seems so simple and logical. That's the the point I think of what he was saying. It's he's not he's not you know breaking any new ground here. He's just kind of pointing out the obvious. It's just that he's the leader of the team and this and the star player. So yeah, yeah, they've really set themselves up down there. It, it just they've they've turned everybody off. They've turned everybody off. And when we haven't even they just started playing spring training games. And yesterday. to think Netflix is supposedly following them and doing a. Old docu series on this spring training might might be some interesting content coming out of that. I, G, Joe, it would especially if you're following Cora and he's a lame duck manager. That could be some really interesting content, for sure. Or they could just be following a team that's going to be really bad. Uh, you know, I I'm not sure. I don't know what I'm going to be more interested in. I saw that Netflix wants to do like a Montreal Expos like look back at their, you know, the end of their franchise, whatever. And I'm like, am I more interested in that or? The 2024 Red Sox. I'm not totally sure. I'm a little conflicted there. We'll see. I think I'm more interested in the Expo thing because it. Yeah, right. Pedro That's Martinez, what I was thinking baby. too. <laughs> yeah, right. It's true. It's true. But no, I, I don't think I've ever gone into a Red Sox season with more apathy about the team or the franchise. Like I, I'm not excited at all. I have no hopes for them being a playoff team. I just don't. Um, and I'm not interested, quite frankly, in watching them. Well, I. Will I turn the TV on when they're on? Sure, I will. But is it going to be appointment viewing for me? Not even close. Well, and I just, you know, the signings that they have made are, are guys they do bring in. Like, they brought in Liam Hendricks this week, who, I, you know, I like as a pitcher. I think he's a great story, obviously. You know, a cancer survivor. And, you know, I, I love it. But he's not going to be able to help you right. until maybe later this year. Maybe. You know, and, and realistically, next year. So I'm like, okay, so why are we – I get it. They're trying to build for the future, and they're they're trying to, you know, rely and, and sell us on the young talent that they have. But you're the Red Sox. Like, it's not acceptable, and it's never going to be acceptable to just look at the future. You have a team right now that's going to be playing a season, and you have the resources that you have. You need to field a competitive baseball team. And that's the thing that's been just – it's been so frustrating the last couple of years and, and now going into this year is that they just I know you want to run your franchise, you know, a way where you're not handing out all these huge money contracts and relying on young talent there. And I get that, but you're neglecting the present and they've done that for a couple of years. And it's just incredibly R frustrating. Really going back to the out. Mookie trade, this pattern of just yes. apathy, like you guys had mentioned. Like I said, the, the big contracts, okay, I get it. Like, it's it's that's a huge investment, but to just neglect the the current major league team and just to continue to, you know, just oh, sell us on the young players and sell us on the prospects and sell us in the future, to me, it's unfair to put that on the young players that are coming up. Like, when Marcel, when Marcelo Mayer gets to the major leagues, like, they're putting the weight on the world on his shoulders. They're right. expecting him to be a star, and if he's not, what are they going to do? Like, that's a problem. You just, you're, 
you're putting way too much on these young players who could help you. You don't know if they will. I just I think it's a flawed way to bring your young players up. So you might be setting yourself up for failure for the future too. Sure. It's it's I, I just I don't I don't like how they're running the franchise at all. All right, let's uh, squeeze in uh, some more phone calls before our next break. 401-777-1037, the phone number. Matt in Warwick wants to talk a little basketball this morning. Good morning, Matt. You're next on Cordishi and Coit and WEEI. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, you just kind of read me up on the Red Sox, too. But on the Celtics, on the second half, um, uh, you know, they have that big lead. Like, like you said, I just hope they don't get complacent. I don't think they will. They're such a good team. Um, but – my worries is like um, other teams playing, you know, like Miami and Milwaukee, like you guys are saying, uh, coming down the stretch. I just hope they they kind of gear the second half towards more like I don't know. Uh, we're all talking about the three point shooting, right? But I hope they gear the second half more towards like thinking about the playoffs and um, potentially, you know, planning to play like playoff basketball, if that makes sense. Um, uh, and also kind of taking a tougher. Uh, tougher angles towards the, the games like the, like they will be playing in the playoffs. Um, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if it does. But And just one last thing about the about the Red Sox. Like, if I was Raphael Devers, I would also be pretty pissed and somewhat disrespected that they put a translator in to say what he said, but the translator didn't really say what he said, did he? He left out about 70% of what he said. Yeah, according um, and to some, I heard that too, yeah. that uh, the translator kind of sugarcoated it a little bit, that what Devers right. said was even yeah. more harsh towards own ownership than what we heard from the translator. Totally. And that's and that's very disrespectful on many levels. Um, I feel as though it's not, it's not far off from what they're doing now, along with Sam Kennedy with the whole liar thing. It's like, I'm totally out on this team, like, I, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I find it completely ridiculous of what they're doing, and and that's because it's it, even though you know at Gillette and, and the Patriots, those playoff it's a playoff atmosphere. But like, there's nothing like baseball in October at Fenway. On the other side of the coin, when things go bad with the Red Sox, this 162 games under these pretenses is going to be an absolute tractor pull. It's going to be absolutely miserable for these guys. I mean, yes. I, I think anyway. That's my opinion. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. All right, thanks, thanks Matt. Matt. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, again, and and you do feel bad for the players on the field because they'll hear it from the fans if and when things don't go well, but they haven't exactly been set up for success by ownership or management. And it's just it's frustrating because some of the moves that Breslow has made, like I I actually I like that they 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 dealt away Chris Sale. Like they started the off season, and one of the things they did first was that. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we're moving on here. Older pitcher, send him somewhere else. Stop trying to lean on him. Like you did that. You brought in Vaughn Grissom, who could probably be, you know, he's a good young player. Take him, you know, put him at second base, see what he can do. Like it seemed like the start of an off season where I'm like, okay, you know, you're making some moves. Uh, you know, okay, go out, maybe sign a pitcher or, you know, make a splash or something like that. It just, it doesn't take much to you know, sort of make moves that, that make you look forward to watching the team. Like, right. the, Yan- the Yankees didn't have a, you know, quote-unquote, like, huge offseason, but they made one big move, and people are excited about it. They got Juan Soto. They, and, and, you know, people are interested to see what that does for their lineup. And right. it just it didn't take much, but it's it's a move that you're like, okay, well— they care about changing up the baseball team a little bit and seeing where it goes. And, you know, 
can't believe I'm sitting here praising the Yankees here as a as a Red Sox guy on on this show. But I am because they seem like they made a move. They were like, okay, we're committed to trying to change the team and trying to win. And what have the Red Sox done? Oh, well, we signed Tyler O'Neill. Okay, cool. No offense to Tyler O'Neill, but that doesn't really move the needle much or get me excited. Right. All right, uh, we'll take a quick break, uh, and then we'll come back with your phone calls. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. We have not yet touched on the Bruins or the Patriots in the Dynasty series on Apple TV. We'll get to that stuff as well. You're listening to Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 